You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Have you ever tried to practice meditation, but have no idea if it's working or even if you're doing it right? Wouldn't it be awesome if there was something to let you know when you're in the zone to let you know to do more of that? Well, there is something that does exactly that. It's called Muse. Muse is a brain sensing headband that helps you find more calm, sharper focus, and better sleep. It does this by measuring your brain waves and lets you know exactly when you're in a meditative state. It's an awesome tool for kids and for adults alike. You can get 15% off any Muse product by clicking the link in the show notes below. Check them out at choosemuse.com. And again, don't forget to use that link for 15% discount at checkout. Hi. So here we are living through 10 months of a pandemic. It's crazy to think that in less than two months, a full year would have passed by from when the general public changed the way they live their lives. And I say the general public because I realized that this may not be the case for all, but for most of us, our lives changed to some degree. We had to quarantine, we worked from home, Our kids did school from home. We stopped going to restaurants. We stocked up on foods and toilet paper. We wiped groceries down. We baked our own bread. We celebrated birthdays via drive-bys and baby and wedding showers via Zoom and so much more. It seems like our lives were put on halt, which was weird, but it was also special. We spent tons of time with our family and we cooked more than ever. And we literally got to see our kids grow up right before our eyes. In the summer, we were still safe, but it seems we were very intentional about the activities we did and the bubble of people with whom we interacted. In the fall, we normalized a new way of doing school with masks and social distancing signs and plexiglass everywhere. And we were definitely left to make hard choices during the holiday season of who we were going to see in person and where would be safe or maybe not so safe for us to go. And sadly, most of us have had to say goodbye to some loved ones as so many lives were lost. It's as if the entire world pressed pause and force us to be more mindful of our intentions and our life choices. As we enter this new year and vaccines are beginning to be released, we're reaching a time in our lives where things are slowly beginning to change again. We're slowly going back to school, back to work, and folks are partaking in many more social events around their communities. And albeit, 
all with masks and social distancing, but the change is happening. A dear friend asked me about this, about the feeling of spending so much time at home to the feeling of overwhelm, and in some cases, the feeling of anxiousness as we slowly begin to go back to society. And so I wanted to discuss with you today how this change may bring us dissonance in our bodies and to our mental states. Our minds and bodies thrive on routine. And just as when we were in school and we said the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning, have the same subjects in order, have the same specials on the same day of the week, and even down to having the same square pizza on every Friday, we have been built to function on routine. So here we are, as we've gone through from having the rug pulled from under our feet, going from our regular everyday to completely different. We were forced to slow down and we really had no choice. And after a while, we got a little used to it. But now some things are still being done from home, right? Meetings are still had on Zoom. But some of us may be needing to go into work and still manage the same responsibilities while experiencing Zoom fatigue and making more mental efforts to remember to put on our masks before we leave our homes. The dissonance has been an added challenge into our lives. This additional mental effort on virtual meetings and to remember the mass has been an added challenge too. The perhaps unstated anxiety to interact with others may be a challenge for some as well. We haven't had the expectation to get dressed and put on a face, so to speak, in the same way. And as things slowly begin to open back up, it's as though we need to retrain our minds and our bodies to what the standards are, which can be taxing on our minds. And despite the situation going on for almost a year, we must grant ourselves grace and compassion. And this can be a challenge because some of our habits and responsibilities may pull us in one direction, telling our minds that everything is back to normal, which isn't entirely the case. So this is really easy to be said, this grace and compassion idea. But how do we put it into practice? How do we actually make it happen? First, we must lower our expectations a bit. And I've got to tell you, as a type A goal-oriented Enneagram type three, this is super counterintuitive for me. And I'm sure for some of you as well. But if we are to keep our mental wellness in check, we really should let some things go. The simple things amount to the big things. So for example, making the bed, washing your hair every day, making a well-balanced dinner each day, posting on social media each day, calling a friend back each day. It can amount to a lot. And it's okay if we just let some of these things go. That's grace and compassion. There are some situations though, where we can't let things go. For most of us, we have to go to work. We have to feed the kids. We have to be sure to pay our bills on time. And for the love of all things, we have to take showers. But the planning of an outrageous party, the five course meal, the impeccable clean house, the two hour workout routine, really ask yourself, 
who is putting these expectations on you? And if you're putting them on yourself, ask yourself, does this bring me joy? And if it does, awesome. The Peloton brings me joy. But if something brings you stress, then ask yourself if it's a have to, to continue doing them. And if you have to let it go, instead of beating yourself up, have grace and compassion. It is my hope that we're all able to remember grace and compassion, not only for loved ones and not only for our kids, but most importantly, for ourselves. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, begin to bring awareness to your breath by focusing as you breathe in, then again, as you let your breath go. As you continue to breathe in and out in whatever way works best for you, pay attention to that small space between your in and out breaths. Then again, to the small space as you exhale before you take the next one in. At this moment, bring to mind the things you must do today. Not for the entire month, not for later this week, just today. The things you have to get to, what your boss asked for, what you must do for work, Take a breath in as you narrow down the small to-do list and tell yourself, I will do this happily and with ease. Now think about your family and friends, the people who you love a ton, but who may also ask a ton of you. Those who you want to help but sometimes you put their needs in front of your own, which is okay sometimes, but it may not be okay to always leave yourself for last. Think of what you would like to get done for someone else today. And as you breathe through your thoughts, narrow this list down to one or two things. And yes, just one to two things. Because if you are to be of assistance to those you love, you also need time for yourself. Focus on being okay if you don't get to the things you feel you should get to. Breathe in grace for yourself to be okay with what you do and the way in which you do it. Breathe out compassion for others as they too need love and understanding. Take another breath in and this time breathe compassion for yourself as you deserve kindness flexibility, and encouragement. And breathe out grace into the world 
so that others may be inspired with the same level of kindness, patience, understanding, and compassion. May this feeling of ease touch every aspect of your life. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.